Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Ken McKinney, and this is episode number 277 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about the Red Sox parting ways with president of baseball operations, Heim Bloom. Before the Red Sox season even started, fans let their frustrations with president of baseball ops, Heim Bloom, be known, booing him at Fan Weekend. This was all due to the fact that while he's been in charge, they've lost major stars in Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts and haven't replaced either of them. And that wouldn't be a massive deal if the team was any good, but in three of the four years under Bloom, the Red Sox have been a last place team and there's been a ton of backlash over the lack of moves he's made at the trade deadline over the years. Most people are walking away from this wondering, what exactly was Heim Bloom's big plan for the Red Sox? It was always talk of the future without care about the now. And that's just not how Red Sox fans are. They care about their baseball team every single day of the year. They do not want to wait two to three years for their team to be competitive on the field. You need to give them something to be excited about. In my opinion, Bloom's tenure with the team wasn't all bad. Three of his pickups really worked. Hunter Renfro, Michael Waka, and Kyle Schwarber. The problem is, these players only played one season each with the Red Sox. When you hit on players, you need to keep them. Those three players should have been part of the core. Michael Walker has been very good for the San Diego Padres this season. Hunter Renfro is still a very good player. And Kyle Schwarber is perennially on the leaderboard of home runs in the National League. That's a guy you should have kept long term. Remember when everyone was questioning why you traded for Schwarber, he's an injured player. Well, Bloom was right about that acquisition. The big problem is he didn't keep him here long enough. He was right about Kyle Schwarber but he wouldn't pay the contract to keep him there. Schwarber signed for like $80 million to be with the Phillies. That is worth a slugger of his caliber. It would have been worth it for the Boston Red Sox. Same with Michael Waka. Same with Hunter Renfro. These players aren't that expensive. It's not like any of them were making over $200 million. And I think all three of them are better to have than a guy like Trevor Story. You should have kept those three players instead of replace Xander Bogarts with Trevor Story. That's in my opinion. I personally do not believe your baseball team should look different drastically year to year. I believe you should build a core, and that's what the best teams in baseball do. The Dodgers have built a core. Each and every year, you know they're going to have Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman. Those three are part of a core. The Atlanta Braves now have Ronald Acuna Jr. They have Ozzy Albies. They have Matt Olson. They have a core. The Red Sox do not have a core, and the problem is, it seems like Bloom had no interest in building a core. Like, yes, we can look back at this past offseason and say he was right about a lot of the players he signed. He signed Justin Turner, who had a career year with the Boston Red Sox. He was right about Justin Turner, but Justin Turner being good for the Red Sox right now does not get you excited about the long-term future of the team. You need to 
think about the long term and the short term. There needs to be a mixture of the two. The same with Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen is not going to be the Red Sox closer the next time they are a super competitive team. Betting on the short term this year made absolutely no sense to me. You should go out and get free agents who are younger. Again, my problem is you're always replacing a player you lost. I mean, think about if the Red Sox had Kyle Schwarber on their roster with Justin Turner, with Hunter Renfro. They could have had an explosive lineup. Instead, they let some of those guys go, and it just didn't make any sense at the time. You can have it all. You are the Boston Red Sox. You can build for the future and put together a competitive product on the field. You didn't need to lose those players. You could have kept Xander Bogarts and Trevor Story. You can have it all. And I think that's what the future of the Red Sox is going to be. I think we can all assume that the team is going to spend a lot of money this offseason. But the big question is, are they going to spend it well? Or is this going to be them getting John Lackey a contract that didn't really work out? Them getting Hanley Ramirez a contract that didn't really work out? And is this them getting Pablo Sandoval one of the worst contracts in Red Sox history? Another strike against Bloom that I find unforgivable is how he dealt with the Chris Sale situation. He didn't do enough to make up for his absence. He brought in veteran pitchers James Paxton and Corey Kluber and got mixed results. Paxton had injury issues and Kluber was terrible from the get-go. You should have brought in better starting pitching and they absolutely should have kept Nathan Avaldi, who has been close to an ace for the Texas Rangers this season. And it is worth noting on WEI this week on Adam Jones and Megan Ottolini's show, reporter Rob Bradford said that Bloom had an opportunity to trade the awful Chris Sale contract and didn't do it because he wasn't getting back the right amount of prospects. That is insane. If this, if that is actually true and the Red Sox could have moved on from Chris Sale, that is unforgivable that he did not take the opportunity to do so. And listen, that was always a worry about Bloom. He was coming from the Rays who developed the opener. So maybe this is a guy who just doesn't value starting pitchers like he should. He also clearly doesn't value defense because the Red Sox all season long have been one of the worst defensive teams in all of baseball. Whether it was his decision or not, the team was playing Kike Hernandez at shortstop, and that is probably the number one reason why this team right now is not in a wild card spot because of how bad Kike Hernandez was at the shortstop position because they were so bad early. They got a little bit better as the season went on, but man, Kike Hernandez one of the worst shortstops I've ever seen play the game. And I like Kike Hernandez as an outfielder, not as an infielder. That's on Bloom. He allowed that to happen on his baseball team. You can blame Alex Cora all you want, but Bloom didn't give Alex Cora a better option at the shortstop position. And by the time he did with Pablo Reyes, it was already too late. At the end of the day, this is the Boston Red Sox choosing manager Alex Cora over Bloom. And I think that's the right decision, but I don't believe Alex Cora should go unblamed for what happened this season. I do think he's the one who wanted Kike Hernandez in the lineup at shortstop every day. I think he likes Kike Hernandez. I also blame Alex Cora for everything that's gone on with outfielder Alex Verdugo. Do you like
like this guy? Do you think this is one of the best players on the team? Or is this a guy you want nothing to do with? Please tell me now because Red Sox fans have no idea how to feel about Alex Verdugo. And I think who's at fault on that is Alex Cora. My opinion on Alex Cora is he's a very good manager when your team is stacked, when you have Mookie Betts, when you have Xander Bogarts, when you have J.D. Martinez, when you have Chris Sale. But is he the ideal manager for a rebuild for what the Red Sox are in right now? No, I don't think he is, unless the team is going to spend a boatload of money this offseason. If the Red Sox are going to put together a competitive team, then yes, I think Alex Cora is a good manager. But if it's going to continue to be like this, where it's all relying on young players, I don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy long term. He's already talking about the fact that he doesn't want to be a manager who manages into his older age. Like, I don't think long term Alex Cora is here to stay. I think he won the battle over Heim Bloom, but I'm not sure he's going to win the war and be the Red Sox long-term manager. This past offseason, there seemed to be a bright spot in the Heim Bloom regime when they signed Rafael Devers to a long-term contract. But now you can look back at his comments in that press conference and see that they've become infamous. Here's what he told reporters, quote, You know, loving your favorite team has great moments. It's not always easy, and I know we've had some ups and downs, certainly in the last few years. And I know you're all smart, and you knew there would be ups and downs. With where we stood and some of the things that we're going to have to go through, and you've been with us the whole way. When we've celebrated, you've celebrated with us. When we're hurt, you're hurt. And we know that and we feel it. So I'm hoping today, when you think about what we always talked about and where we're going, and this vision of a Red Sox organization that every year is consistently contending for championships. I'm hoping that vision is a little clearer for you today, knowing that this guy is going to be right at the middle of it, what we're going to do around him. This is baseball. It's not supposed to be easy, but I want to be clear. We're going to do this. It's going to be awesome, and we are going to get there and just want to thank all of you for your support and hope it's a little clearer today. Those quotes are why people have a problem with Heim Bloom. He's acting like his plan was in plain sight, like we all knew what he was going for. It made no sense. In one way, you're getting rid of a guy like Xander Bogarts, you're saying we're not going to spend a boatload of money, but then in the next moment, you're signing a guy in Raphael Devers who is a very good player, but I believe this, and I believe many Red Sox fans agree with me, Raphael Devers should not be the best player on your baseball team. He could be one of the best hitters. I think at the end of the day, if the Red Sox are ever going to be a championship contender again, Raphael Devers will fall to the third best player on the team. He is not a very good defensive player. He has ups and downs offensively all season long. He's not consistent. He's a very consistent power hitter, but the other parts of his games are inconsistent. Yeah, so we can talk about all day long about how the San Diego Padres overpaid for Xander Bogarts. Listen, I believe the Boston Red Sox overpaid for Raphael Devers, and they put themselves in that situation because he knew he was the only star left, and they couldn't lose him like 
like they've lost Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts, but make no mistake, Rafael Devers is the clear third best of those three players. Mookie Betts, better baseball player. Xander Bogarts, a better baseball player, in my opinion. There are many, many people who believe that Heim Bloom was never the problem. He's not the reason they didn't pay Mookie Betts. He's not the reason they didn't pay Bogarts. The real fault is at the ownership, and I understand that standpoint because the Red Sox owners have a history of doing this, where they have a general manager who doesn't spend a lot of money, then they get rid of that GM, and they bring in a general manager who goes back to spending a lot of money. There are two sides to Red Sox ownerships. The ones who break the bank for guys like Pablo Sandoval, Hanley Ramirez, John Lackey, Adrian Gonzalez, Carl Crawford, the list goes on and on, and then there are quiet years where the team does absolutely nothing. And I think we all want to know what exactly in your eyes did Heim Bloom do wrong? What did Heim Bloom do wrong? I want to know what the owners actually feel that Heim Bloom didn't do that he was supposed to do. Did they want him to trade for a star player at the trade deadline? Like, did they want him to go all in and try to get Shohei Otani from the LA Angels? Did they want him to make a drastic move? Did they say to him, be a playoff team no matter what? This is your last chance? Or did they want him to rebuild the roster with young players? Because if that's so, then they are clearly making him the scapegoat for everything bad that's happening with the Boston Red Sox. And while that's not fair, that's what you get. The owners are not going to get fired. The guys who can get fired are Alex Cora or Heim Bloom, and the Red Sox chose Heim Bloom. I'll tell you when I saw the writing on the wall for Heim Bloom, when I saw David Ortiz's comments about the current state of the Boston Red Sox and how he feels like the team is trying to be too much like the Tampa Bay Rays. When somebody that iconic like David Ortiz is calling out your baseball team, that's when ownership takes notice. When a guy like David Ortiz is like, you should have paid Xander Bogarts, you should have paid Mookie Betts, that's when ownership perks up their ears and goes, wow, we've got to get this guy back on board because fans are going to listen to David Ortiz more than they're going to listen to a guy like Heim Bloom. David Ortiz is Mr. October to these people. He's the guy who broke the curse. They're going to listen to his opinion and make that the overriding sentiment. And that's exactly what happened here. David Ortiz didn't cost Heimblum his job, but I think he's part of the reason why people start to take notice about what's happening or not happening with the Boston Red Sox. And yeah, I've seen some people come to the defense of Heimblum. I saw ESPN insider Jeff Passan call this an unfair firing, and to a certain extent, I agree with that. But again, who's going to lose their job when the Red Sox aren't a very good team? It's not going to be ownership. They're not going to fire Alex Cora because he's thought of as a very good manager. The clear and easy target is Heim Bloom because you have guys like David Ortiz blaming him for why the Red Sox are trying to be like the Tampa Bay Rays. This was the only move that was going to change the trajectory of the Boston Red Sox because if they kept Heimblum and continued to not spend money, then they would still just be called a hack version of the Rays. I think the Red Sox have put real pressure on themselves to spend a lot of money this offseason. I don't know if they're going to spend $400 million, but they've got to do something drastic. And yes, Shohei Otani should be a target. Now again, he might not be able to pitch next season, but you're going to take that bat and they are in desperate need of that star power. I like a lineup where Shohei Otani 
Otani is the best player, not Rafael Devers. That makes sense to me, but that can't be your only move. One move isn't going to save the Boston Red Sox. There needs to be three to four moves made, and their number one acquisition should be a starting pitcher. They need to get better starting pitching there pronto if they want to go back to being a competitive baseball team. No more three-man rotation. The Red Sox need to open next season with a clear five-man rotation. No more Garrett Whitlocks. No more is Tanner Houck a starter. Pavetta, I believe, should be in the rotation. He can be your five starter, but after that, Brian Bayo, you can build with him. I'm done with the Chris Sale of it all. Don't rely on that guy. Bring in four other pitchers you can rely on other than Brian Bayo and maybe Nick Pavetta. There's been some talk about who should run the Boston Red Sox. I mean, my dream scenario is Theo Epstein comes back. I don't think that's going to happen. I think no matter what's going to happen, the team is going to spend more money than they've done in the past few off-seasons. I think they're going to do more than just bring in a guy like Trevor Story. I think they're going to make multiple moves and be aggressive. But I think what they're going to find out is you have to do both things. You have to build for the future and put together a competitive product. You can't be like the Padres and Mets who spend a boatload of money in the off-season and not put together a very good team. Just spending money doesn't put together a good baseball team. Make moves the makes sense. Bring in really good defenders and bring in good starting pitching. That's all you need to do. It's simple. They're not miles and miles away. They are close to being a good baseball team. They're not planets away from the Blue Jays who are in the wild card hunt. Maybe they are from the Orioles or the Rays, but they're close to being a playoff contending team. What I want most from the Boston Red Sox is consistency. I'm done with the first to last place thing. I want a team who year in and year out, you can bank on winning 85 to 90 games and being competitive at the end. Watch a product that is entertaining. That's what I want. There were too many games this year that weren't entertaining that you could just turn off because they didn't have a good starting pitcher in or they were missing a key player or they weren't playing well. They were playing bad defensively. I mean, how many games early on were they so bad defensively that it was hard to watch? We cannot do that again. Put together a good product and good things will happen. At the end of the day, I think it's hard to call the Bloom years a complete disaster because in 2021, they did make the ALCS out of nowhere. Maybe that's what hurt Bloom the most is that team over exceeded expectations. And instead of building off of that team in 22, he went back to trying to rebuild the roster. That's the year he should have been uber competitive in the offseason. Again, I think he should have kept Kyle Schwarber. I think he should have kept Hunter Renfro, and he probably should have kept Eduardo Rodriguez, who has been very good for the Detroit Tigers. That's the kind of pitcher that should still be on the Boston Red Sox. The team doesn't need to be full of aces. The team just needs to have a really solid five-man rotation, and Eduardo Rodriguez should be a part of that. Michael Waka should be a part of that. You shouldn't be relying on guys like James Paxton and Corey Kluber, who are a 
elite talents who aren't what they used to be. And whoever the next president of baseball operations is for the Boston Red Sox, they can no longer rely on Chris Sale. He's never going to be the same Chris Sale. You need to get five guys you can rely on. I think Chris Sale should just be moved to the bullpen. That's all he can be at this point. A guy who can pitch every so often. You can no longer rely on him. He's not going to win you 10 games. He's probably not even going to win you five games. Stop relying on Chris Sale. That was the downfall of Heim Bloom. Most Red Sox fans are happy about this decision. They believe that Heim Bloom was the problem. We're going to see right away next season because if this team continues to be mediocre, we're going to look back at this and go, oh, maybe Heim Bloom wasn't the problem after all. I also think it's just crazy to believe that Heim Bloom was the one who just didn't want to spend money. Clearly, ownership was on board with him not spending. I am glad that we're going to stop talking about what the Red Sox can be and go back to talking about what they should be right now. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <music>